Good afternoon and welcome to Chargers Outside Zone. I'm Chuck. I'm Thomas and today we'll be talking about OTAs for the Chargers week one. Yeah, yesterday the Chargers began OTAs, uh, so we are going to talk about that a little bit today. Our apologies, we decided to postpone the Raiders, uh, look at the Raiders podcast until Saturday. Because that that has a lot of research. Yes, and I didn't done. necessarily have time to do that. Uh, reminder, good segue to this is a father-son hobby. Uh, we are not experts and we do our best to stay away from hot takes. Yes, we do. So Which... let's uh, let's talk some Chargers OTAs. Yes. What do you think? Great idea? Great idea. All right, so we don't really have any new slides. Um, these are the two slides that we used in the last episode, just looking at the current 88-man roster, if you will. Um, just one quick note. Uh the players who were not on the field on day one were Joey Bosa, Austin Eckler, J.C. Jackson, Mike Williams, Jerry Tillery, and Kenneth Murray. And a couple notes. Um, Mike Williams seems like he was there for day two. Kenneth Murray is recovering from ankle surgery and should be ready for camp. Um and Joey Bosa and Austin Eckler tend not to show up until uh, the end of... Until it matters. Yeah, until um, the couple weeks before minicamp, according to Joe Reedy. And uh, Daniel Popper was the one that provided the list of people not at OTAs. So thank along you, with Daniel Jeff Miller Popper. And all the beat reporters. Thank um, you. What was who was there? Was our quarterback Justin Herbert? Seems like he's always there. It seems like he's always in the building. Yeah. Um, so he was there, but uh, to also on the defensive side, you got your first look at Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack in a number fifty-two jersey. Yes. You got to see Kyle Van Noy. Um. J.C. Jackson isn't there at the moment. Uh, he seemed to have some issues getting out of Boston, according to one Brandon Staley. Uh, but they expect him there shortly, and he's been part of the offseason program. Yes. Um, let's talk um, press, press conferences. conferences. So which so, one do you want to start with? So... Um, Basically, what this week has turned into, the word they seem to use a lot, is stability. Well, yeah. Um, if you look at the Derwin James, the uh, Justin Herbert, and Brandon Staley press conferences, they got asked a lot of questions about, is this a reinstall? Is this, uh, you know, starting from scratch? And... What we kind of got out of it was stability. There's a lot more stability this year uh, than obviously turning over your coaching staff and coming in year one. And uh, so yes. the key word for today is stability. Key word there today is stability. <laughs> now, we'll get into this 
when we talk about the other teams. Right, because there has been a, a good amount of turnover coaching staff-wise for two of the teams. But um, I that, think... That the, being the Raiders and the Broncos? Yes. Um, I think that we have a pretty good chance. Our only real competition, it seems, is the Chiefs. Well, I think there's going to be plenty of competition along the way. Um, one of the things that uh, I see is this team has a chance to start faster than they did last year. Now, they did win in Washington, um, you know, week one. Um, you know, they, they, they did beat the Chiefs uh, early in the season, uh, but... You know, you know, this team, especially you know, on offense, you have Justin Herbert. I think this is the first year in his college and professional career where he's not learning a new offense. Yes. Um, so that will be a huge bonus for him. Um, and at the all, all the other skilled positions, you know, you still have Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, mm-hmm. Jalen Guyton, Joshua Palmer. You re-signed your major yeah. offense free free agent. You are you are adding in a, a Gerald Everett in place of uh Jared Cook. And I, you're adding a RB two? And yeah, an RB two, Isaiah Spiller, where you know you don't he doesn't need to know the entire offensive playbook. You said before we even posted or recorded, he only needs to learn like 50%. Well, yeah, so he doesn't have to have a full grasp of the entire playbook. Yes. Uh, He needs to have a pretty good grasp on about, you know, some portion of it, whether that's getting uh, Austin Eckler a break, resting. Yes. Or if there's a certain game situation where you want to get Isaiah Spiller in. Like first and 10. To see, you know, if he, I don't think he's that home run hitter that he's going to, you know, break off the 80-yard touchdown. But um, maybe there's a play in there that you have designed for him uh, that can, you know, that you're trying to get, you know, 10, 15, 20 yards. Um, Not not a gadget play, uh, but... You know, obviously he's a big back, um, and and then maybe he knows the, you know, if you some, you know, if you're fortunate enough in the fourth quarter to have a large lead, uh, maybe yes. he's the running back that comes in and runs your four minute offense, yes. uh, getting first downs and chewing up clock. Yep. <laughs> yes, but uh, but not a. Uh, not a ton of change uh, across the offensive side, but the the defensive side, there was a lot of change. Yeah, uh, so we'll we'll take a look at this. Obviously, that defensive line is overhauled. Um, you brought in two outside linebackers in Khalil Mack, Cal Van Noy. Um, really, only one. Uh, off-ball linebacker and Troy Reader, a little bit of revamping in the secondary. Lots of players and playmakers. Now you just have to 
um, see how you combine uh, all the different variations of cornerbacks and safeties that you could have on the back end there. Yes. Um, so there, there's, there's plenty of bodies. Yes, there is. Let's see. Uh, let's see who wins out. But I think part of it is, you know, that defensive line, um, you know, should be able to stop the run. Yeah. Uh, as everybody saw in Brandon Staley's press conference, it was it was pretty clear that um, that he uh, believes that Sebastian Joseph Day and Austin Johnson are proven NFL quality players. Yes, he, he said that multiple times. Um, he also did. said that about. Khalil uh, Mack, Derwin James, um, Khalil Mack, and but one when, when he, you know it was during a question about Jerry Tillery, and uh, and I, I was trying to find his comment here, but um, you know he put hit put Jerry Tillery in the earn his way uh, grouping of, of of players here. He's going to have to compete. He's going to have to yes, find a spot. But, you know, currently he's not at OTAs. They didn't give his fifth-year option. I, I mean, do they need to uh, move on from Tillery at this point? Or do they need to see what he can bring in this in this uh, offseason? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. That is way above my pay grade, I think. Well, to to think. Well, but that I, I I don't know. I don't know if there's you get a high uh, if he has high trade value at this point. Um, I don't probably not a lot of uh, uh, cap relief if you did cut him, but. Yeah. That's a pretty crowded room, and I, I think it's uh, it's not boding well for one Jerry Tillery. We'll see during the preseason. Yeah. I mean, that's why you have the preseason. Understood. I mean, n- not to bring up Justin Herbert again, but you kind of have to wrap him up and then give the unproven guys a chance. Well, I mean, we, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> am I wrong? Well, I, I think you're talking apples and oranges. Justin Herbert's the starter uh, on this team. Yeah. We're talking about the defensive line and competition. I, um, I meant the proven guys. Yeah, so Get like a Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson are going to be on this roster. Get to get to uh, take a break. Yeah, I th- I think what's key about this defense, um, outside of the Jerry Tillery, uh, what Brandon Staley was talking about in his press conference, um, is the pieces that have been added to this defense. Most of them outside of a J.C. Jackson and Austin Johnson have played in this defense. 
Yes. Um, they have added also Kyle Van Oy, who hasn't played in this defense, but is a championship player. Uh, that's going to bring something to the outside linebacker room, the inside linebacker level. room. Um, a you know, championship level mindset. Yes, uh, have has talked about that. Um, it's just going to be interesting to watch this defense um, if it gets up and running, when it gets up and running, um, how how it will be able to prepare one week for the Raiders. Uh, with packages and who's on the field and then how it changes potentially when they face the Chiefs or down the road when they face maybe like the Seahawks. Um, If how how they continually uh, improve and and work. I I think they're going to hit a stride or at some point they're going to hit a stride where not only is it going to be how well they play their base and their package football, but how well they then morph the defense week to week uh, to really take advantages of matchups and yes. and exploit uh, weaknesses on the offense. Yes, and we're facing a lot of teams that are in transition. Correct. So I think we can take advantage of that Probably. Yeah. Uh, right out the gate, facing the Raiders, uh, who we'll talk about. Uh, all new coaching staff. Yes. Uh, with one Josh McDaniels. Uh, so we might catch them early there. That would be good. Yes. Um, anything else uh, out of the Derwin James, Justin Herbert, Brandon Staley press conferences. I mean, other than the fact that Justin Herbert is now swole. Uh, I, that. He's going 6'6", 245. That, I don't I think. I think if he sticks in the weight room, he might be he might be destined for WWE Raw in the future. Uh, Maybe a WrestleMania well, match with Roman Reigns. Well, knowing uh, Vince, he'll probably get to hell oh he'll have to be on the mid card maybe have to dress up like stardust or something yeah understood but yeah justin herbert uh um you know look good has obviously established himself uh as an as a elite elite. near elite quarterback in the nfl don't want to you know for those yeah. of you that out there that don't believe he's elite, I obviously believe he's elite. I, but we don't want to offend anybody. I'm, um, messed, messed about. But uh, and then finally realized, you know, he, he elite. Yeah, second second year in this offense, third year with the team. Obviously, has been in the building all off season. Uh, talked about footwork. Uh, one of the things that was interesting that was said in a not a press conference but in a separate video was the fact one of his little one of sit, the chargers sit down uh, fireside chats yeah um where he got the text message from Tom Telesco that the chargers were re-signing one Mike Williams yes and his comment was, I went upstairs, you know, I was in the weight room and I went upstairs to 
just to say congratulations and really all this, you know, whatever he was saying, but hey, just a, another sign that he's been in the building all off season. Yes. And, uh, man, all the questions, uh, with him coming out of college, I think all those have been, uh, answered and put behind yeah. him and this team and, uh, really, uh, obviously puts in the work like, like a Josh Allen, uh, does, uh, uh on improving and, and it, getting it, better every day. All right. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Join us on Saturday, uh, when we talk about the Las Vegas Raiders and all the changes coaching staff and player wise, yes. uh, that they've made in the off season. Uh, do us a favor, follow us on Twitter at LAC outside zone. And like and subscribe uh, to the channel here, Chargers Outside Zone. If you get a chance, feel free to send us an email, chargersoutsidezone at gmail.com. And join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode. Thank you and have a great day. Bye. Bye.